0: The
1: Neatness Network is growing, you guys. If you cannot articulate your vision Mm -hmm. as a man, Mm -hmm. where do you plan on taking the woman that you desire?
2: (laughs) This is why Patrice Washington is
1: joining
2: the Neatness Network.
1: You present who you really are and not a version of yourself that you think will make this man choose you. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now, let's jump into the video.
2: Um, I'm proud of you. I've known you for what now? How long I know you now? It's been a long time.
1: I think it feels longer than it actually has been.
2: It's been at least, what, five years?
1: Has it been five years? Yeah, because no, I met you when... huh? it hasn't been. Because I met when did you, you move when to I Atlanta? just moved back to Atlanta, and that right. was 2019. So it's been four years. Four
2: years, four mm-hmm. years, four years. All right, so four years. and I mean, and since then, I've just seen your whole life just change and switch. And you're still smiling like she is right now. Um, You're still winning, even though you're going through a lot and you're pivoting a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How, and I gotta ask you this question, and we're gonna get get into some other stuff. There's a lot of ladies watching us right now, Mm -hmm. going through a lot. Uh, Let's just be real. Um, you don't have this issue but they some of them got baby daddy issues some of them got career issues their bosses is getting on their nerves um, the business that they're wanting to build they're having issues with it children may not they may not be able to do the things that they want to do with their children and some of them feel like giving up in certain areas mm-hmm. uh, some of them are not smiling the way you're smiling how are you throughout this season and this is why I brought you back so quick. Because I'm like, we got to talk about some other things. But I'm curious to start off today's show. How are you still smiling and still winning through a pivoting season of your life?
1: So I just want to be clear. I have all those issues. Absolutely. Everything that you listed, you're like, you may not be going through. No, actually... I'm going through all of those issues for real. Absolutely. You
2: ain't tell me about one of them, though. We'll talk about that offline.
1: <laughs> but I am going through all of those issues and I just still choose to believe mm. that all things work together for my good. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally believe that. Yeah. So, you know, for years on my show, I would always say what I think Tony Robbins um, mm-hmm. said, which is. Nothing happens to us. It happens for us Mm. and I just literally I think it's a choice Mm -hmm. Right to believe that yes, I'm in this but this is not a permanent situation. This is not a permanent place. This is temporary and this is a season and so I get to choose how I will navigate this season am I gonna let it swallow me up yeah, or am I going to see this as like just planting new seeds, learning mm. new things, take the best that I can and keep it moving. Mm. I literally just have a keep it moving spirit. I have a so what, now what Ooh. mentality. That was from my first book yeah. 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. So what, now what? This is what it is. This is where you are. But what are you going to do?
2: That's good.
1: Lay down and and yeah. die. You Oof. know, I have to tell you. So... <laughs> The last time that uh-huh. I was here, yeah. you know, I don't read comments too much. <laughs> so I haven't been on YouTube reading, reading uh, comments or anything, but I have it. had a few people tag me in comments on Instagram. Oh,
2: Lord Jesus. And
1: one of the things that I found um, so interesting is men who men. would comment.
2: comment, Watch out now.
1: And I'm, say. I'm a man. Yeah, and I'm not saying you, friend. Okay. Yeah. Just I'm sure. just saying there were some men who commented oh, now that her looks have faded, she wants peace. Now that she's over 40 and washed up and, like, now now looks that... Looks are faded. Yeah, it's no. there. It's out there. No. But, wait, wait, wait. Anthony, I don't know if you remember this about me or you knew this about me. I grew up feeling very ugly. Yeah, you said that on the last show. On on one of the shows. Yeah. I don't know if it was the last one. Or maybe on
2: your show. Oh, maybe on my show. Okay. But I
1: grew up feeling... Um, You know, very ugly, insecure about my looks, all the things. I started therapy at 22. I was 25 before I could look in the mirror without cringing. So more of my life I spent feeling undesirable Mm. than the 17 years Mm. that I've been doing this work. Mm. And I can tell you that even in the midst of being in a challenging season for me, it was so refreshing to read that comment and chuckle. I read the comments and I chuckled. Why'd you chuckle? I'm curious. Because I know who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen years ago, I'd have been under a blanket somewhere.
2: Because somebody called you ugly?
1: Because someone pulled out something that really was an insecurity of mine. But in the same way, a lot of the comments that I read, it just made it very clear to me that I said things that triggered what they truly believe about themselves. So that's why they're reacting the way that they do
2: i think it just bothers me when i hear grown men grown men Mm
1: -hmm.
2: bring down our sisters Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i didn't see that comment
1: there's so many i would i I didn't because
2: you're over 40 Mm -hmm. so automatically that makes you less desirable from Mm -hmm. what they're saying Mm -hmm. and then they're saying looks have faded when i think
1: and also obese Obese? I think it's something about maybe my broad shoulders that give off. <laughs> I also saw, saw obese and I said, listen, oh, okay. Listen, and all I could do was chuckle.
2: Listen, listen. Patrice is my sister for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Not an inch of my body wants Patrice in a romantic way. Uh, but Patrice, you, you are beautiful. And for I think 40 is a new 30s. You know what I'm saying? I think 40 shows wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, as our black sisters uh, just because I may not find you romantically uh, appealing to me doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not beautiful mm-hmm. and I think grown men who come after our sisters whether they're older sister younger sisters and you want to come out of your mouth and say something foolish like that you need to shut the hell up. <laughs> Because I think we should be uplifting our queens. We should be uplifting our sisters. And like I said, not everyone is gonna be romantically appealing to me. Right. But she's still gonna be beautiful. And I just think, man, grown people, man, we just got to. That bothers me to hear that. I think the
1: conversation, though, just triggered a lot in people. And I think it happened in men and women. And I understand it. I understand that when someone is so clear, And you may be dealing with some confusion around what you desire or what you think you can have. It is assaulting to you Uh. for someone to sit here with a straight face and say, I know that this is what I desire. It's the very people who will say uh, or quote, write the vision and make it plain. Mm -hmm. And then someone writes the vision and because they don't see themselves themselves. Mm. In that person's vision They're now Mm. upset by the vision But if you have a vision And your vision doesn't include me or a woman like me I'm not triggered by that That does not bother me You are entitled to your preferences You're entitled to your desires, your needs Your wants And if they don't include me That doesn't demonize you
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah So recently I completed my full estate plan, and I'll be real with you, while it was an emotional journey, I can now sleep better knowing my family and loved ones will be taken care of. But did you know that according to a recent study, 60% of African-American adults have life insurance, yet many of those policies may not provide enough coverage to fully protect families in the event of unexpected death? The gap in coverage is a significant concern for black communities as it can lead to financial hardship and jeopardize generational wealth building. And we definitely can't afford that within our particular community. Now, more than ever, it's crucial for African-Americans to prioritize life insurance and estate planning. By doing so, you can assure that your loved ones are well taken care of in the event of your passing covering funeral and burial costs, paying off debts and mortgages and providing income to help them build true and lasting wealth. So I am asking you, please do not leave your family's financial security to chance. I want you to get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyonell.com slash life insurance for a free quote or by clicking the link in today's show notes. I want you to protect your family's future and give yourself a peace of mind knowing that you have life insurance today. Hey, let's get back to today's show. Uh, this is why, I'm going to say it now. <laughs> this is why Patrice Washington is joining the Neatness Network. And this is why she's back on the show because uh, she's my sister. And how she breaks down things, I just want to be like, yo, I want to have you a part of this neatness network family because I believe all people need your message. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that she accepted and she's like, y'all, I'm ready to come. She's down with the family. Um, and she's been running things, too. Like, she's already come in bossing like Michelle. That
1: is not true. Like
2: all black <laughs> sisters come in here and just run things. You know what I'm saying? Day one, Michelle joins the team. Hey, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do this. going to be here. I'm like, okay, Michelle, do your job. I that is
1: absolutely not true. Trish joins
2: the network. So, hey, guys, uh, this is what we're going to be doing. Uh, I was like, okay. It is true. Was it? When we had our team meeting, you weren't running things, uh,
1: Patrice? Was I CJ You know what? Because you were still on a flight and you joined the call late. That's <laughs> oh, so that's <laughs> what you want to do. Oh, let's get everybody in here. But my team was on the was on a call. And my team was too. And, and you it just was stepped beautiful. right up, right? I had to step up. <laughs> but wait, but and see wait. I had to step up because you were not there to lead it.
2: But then when I got on the call, did you fall back?
1: I did. We let you speak, brother.
2: You did. I get it. Yes, we did. Even,
1: even when your little mic was going out. Oh, was the now you're trying to play my mic. No, I'm just saying. But can I just say, though, What's that up? is exactly what happens out here. Like, period. You okay. just illustrated something so powerful. Okay. When women step up and lead because they have to, Yeah, then the men can turn around and say, Oh, you were bossing that no I got on the call ready to sit you did and listen you did but the man who was supposed to Lead the call wasn't there true So I did what I had to do,
2: but you also pointed out a real good example when the man showed up You did bow down and so does Michelle I mess with Michelle all the time like she mm-hmm. she does her job very very well She takes it serious, and I think one thing I like about I, I, I don't really like calling ladies bosses because I don't look at you as a boss. I don't look at Michelle's as a boss. I think of ladies who get the job done. And when when the man shows up, you all know how to play your role and allow the man to play his role. And together we're strong.
1: But those have to be men that we can trust to lead.
2: Mm-hmm. So not
1: just any man could have got on the call. And mm-hmm. because he was a man, I would have fell back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would fall back because I up. trust you yeah. to lead. And I'm a part of your network.
2: I mean it's our network and you but you also see the fruit and I think that's a problem with men mm-hmm. you see the fruit of what we've been able to do yes right and so it's like okay, you're not really falling back to the man you're falling back to the fruit of the man
1: and to the vision yeah so yeah, can yeah. we go back to the clip that <laughs> what, what clip? took over uh, my Instagram page the clip that was about me saying that I feel like the next iteration of my vision and yeah, my purpose yeah. will be in partnership right. with someone right. So the comments (laughs) related to that were, you know, especially around the vision piece, there were a lot of comments like, well, she wants a man that's making all this money. And I replied to a few people and none of them responded. I said, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious who said anything about money.
2: You never said anything about money in that clip.
1: I never said anything about money. I said he will have a vision. Yeah. I didn't say he has to already make more money than me. Right. I didn't say he has to make as much money as me. Right. I didn't say a dollar amount. I said he will have a vision. Mm. If you cannot articulate your vision mm-hmm. as a man,
0: mm-hmm. where do you
1: plan on taking the woman that you desire? Yeah. yeah. She should be able. Well, you should be able to articulate the vision and enroll her in it, and yep. she should willingly go along right. if she sees her how her purpose is also connected to your vision. A lot, yeah. That just is what it is. So when you don't have a vision but want someone to follow you, well, bro, where are we going? You know, maybe I
2: need to do a show just for men. Because that that clip is going viral. Like, it, yeah. ladies are, what, taking the audio of that clip and just... Listen, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. The clip is going viral. hmm <sighs> Brothers.
1: Yeah. Brothers. It's it's why is it insulting for a woman to know what your vision is or to ask you what your vision is? What exactly are we going to do? But you know, it's not
2: just for that though. I mean, I wanna know what is when I find my woman, I wanna what's your vision?
1: Yeah. Well that was the other you know thing what I'm people saying? were like, well she's waiting on a man. I, you know, I just wish that we would stop taking these 10, 20 second clips. And not, like, if you want to comment with such aggression, just take a step back and maybe click on the profile and
2: yeah,
1: Google. Yeah. Take a moment and research. research. We are so quick to react to right. these very short clips. Right. You wasted all this energy. Right. Fighting in the comments and you should have paid attention to who you were even
2: Or watch the whole video.
1: Or or go watch the episode as it's designed. (laughs) It's designed for that.
2: Because you were speaking truth. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You were speaking truth, you know? And I believe that I just need to do a show on men, for men, on why Why do we feel the way that we feel? Why are we intimidated by successful ladies? Why do we get triggered when we hear ladies say, hey, listen, I mean, I'm going to submit to the vision and my man is going to be able to come in and help me win as well? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't understand why we are intimidated by that. I really don't. Because even growing up, my biological mom is, she's the breadwinner. <laughs> and she's always been the breadwinner, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and my dad wasn't intimidated by that you know and i'm like but why are we intimidated by a successful woman
1: but i think that when you reduce provision down to financial resources that's where everything falls apart Because a man can provide for his family and for his woman beyond just finances. There's a safety that should come with you. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a nurturing that still will come from men. There's protection. There's, like, all these other things that a man can bring and should bring outside of just financial resources. And I think there... A lot of men are getting frustrated because women, we are waking up and realizing that because you can pay the bills, that is not enough. I need to feel safe with you. I need to feel stable with you. Like, I need to feel like, you know, just nurtured and taken care of by you spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And for so long, because someone could do that financially, they felt like they could neglect every other part Of who we are. So solely being people who only can look at things and intellectualize everything. So, well, he makes this paycheck and we live here and we have this car. We are full beings. Mm -hmm. We have a whole soul and spirit that needs to be nurtured. And if someone is not willing to also do the work to take care of that, I think the problem is uh, more women are waking up to you have to do more than just being able to pay bills.
2: Yeah. yeah. And we do. And men, we have to learn that. Yeah, Because we, I'm telling myself, I used to think that as long as I pay the bills and you ain't got to worry about nothing, I'm the man.
1: But, and we were indoctrinated with that. As long as he pays the bills and he comes home, then I just got to deal with all the other things. And then we have these. That's unhealthy. Awakenings. And we are more aware of what it should actually be. Yeah. And we're just not settling for that anymore That's and that is unsettling for men who are not willing to do the work yeah
2: Let, let's go there you said something you said earlier about self-aware but you you say something oftentimes that when you say this i'd be like patrice you got to break that down because i don't know if i really agree with that 100 yeah. you know what i'm saying because you say we are taught to be self-aware and not soul aware mm-hmm. and you say soul aware is we need to be moving off of our feelings So I'm not going to respond until I understand what you really mean by that. Break that down
1: for us. So first of all, that self-awareness, right? We were all taught, go to school, get a good education. You gather all the knowledge. So we have become information gatherers. So we sit and we listen to podcast after podcast. We consume the news. We read all the books. We go and get the certifications, the courses. And we feel, Mm -hmm. because we know now how to intellectualize our way, into and out of anything okay. that that is the work okay. the truth is that's just the beginning self-awareness is amazing okay. but until you are soul aware which means you literally have the ability to discern okay. what part of inf- what part of the information you've taken in you can actually act on you really don't have anything like okay. information without being able to implement it, in alignment with what you're called to do means nothing, right? So we have a lot of very self-aware people who don't go do the things that they know God called them to do.
2: Now you're talking. Right? Okay.
1: So when you become more soul-aware, you don't just intellectualize everything, right? I I halfway want to say spiritualize, but I'm I'm not even going to say that, though, Anthony, because I've realized— in our society, I feel like intellectualizing things and then spiritualizing things are what actually keep people stuck. Yeah. So I don't want to say that. But
2: but now you got to.
1: Well, I don't want to say the spiritualized piece because a lot of us spiritualize the scenarios that we're in and justify staying in toxic situations or staying in place because we spiritu- we spiritualize it. We're
2: no, like, no, yes, uh, no, 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 we this, do. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that's toxic spiritual. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I get it. There are some believers who believe that, hey, once you say I do, if he is emotionally abusing you and it's not physical abuse, you stay, you stay mm-hmm. false, false. <laughs> false. I have no problem saying that as an ordained man of God, got my license from A and B Zion four years just to get mm-hmm. my minister license. I know the word of God. That's
1: false. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? So I I I believe this is what I want to say. Soul and spiritualized, but healthy. But healthy. Spiritualizing. Yeah. Yes. But Healthy.
1: So. Ooh, that's but,
2: good though. Now I like you. Rewind. Now you you like me again? Uh, I agree with everything you say now. (laughs) Because I thought you were just going off. We got to move how we feel. And I think some people move off of their feelings, not off of gathering the correct information and making sure that 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 information aligns with the spirit man as far as in Their their assignment, their Mm -hmm. purpose, their calling. Mm -hmm. But some people will skip over all that. Well, I like him; he looks real good. Or I like this; it's off of their feeling. And you talk about this on your Redefining podcast, like with your six pillars. And I'm like, this is why I got to go check out a show.
1: But let me tell you. So this is why you have to spend time in the faith pillar, though.
2: That's good
1: because you can trust your feelings. I believe you can trust your feelings more when you understand what's like fueling your feelings, like when you are like sitting with God, when you're taking the time to actually study your word, when you're meditating, when you're praying, when you're journaling, when you're really getting to know yourself, you can trust your feelings. Many of us, don't trust our feelings because we were taught to dismiss our feelings in favor of someone else's teachings. Mm. So then we go intellectualize. Well, Pastor so and so said this, or my mama said that, and we don't really have a frame of reference That's for right. how that connects with us. Yeah, yeah. So this is why I've always said you should reject any advice that does not align with what you've been assigned to do. Mm. It can be great advice. Yeah. Right up here. Right. So you're aware. Right. This sounds great. Self-aware. Self-aware. Okay. But your soul is like, this ain't for us. Facts. So because a coach, we're both coaches. So because a coach lays out 10 steps, I still have to filter through and see out of these steps, which are the ones that are really aligned with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then make them my own, yeah, right? Yeah. In order to truly have success. Yeah. What most of us try to do is run with other people's thoughts, words, ideas, concepts, and then force ourselves into that box. And when we don't get the same success that they have, we're frustrated. Well, you didn't filter that through your soul. You took some self-awareness. Like, you took, like, oh, okay, I think I need that. And then you just grab what they had, and then you ran with it. And then you wonder why it doesn't pan out. Facts. There's, there's no filter. But I always say... Many of us say we're believers or this or that, especially in in your community. Yeah. Do you make time to actually practice what you say you believe? Come on. Because if you make time to practice it, you can trust your feelings because you also understand that what's guiding you is really the Holy Spirit. You understand that it's the God within. I don't don't see God as some, like, outside force over there, big man in the side. I feel like God is in me.
2: Absolutely. But he is in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he dwells in us. And and I would say. Hmm. Now, this is just the spiritual side of me, uh, the student side of me. Mm-hmm. I think we trust our spirit. We got to question our feelings sometimes because feelings, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying spirit comes from from God. Mm-hmm. So we know. Right. Like, OK, that's God. Hey, no, 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 no. Some people don't know what spirit was feelings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, feelings may be, if, if you say something and hurt my feelings, that's not soul. That's not spirit. No. That's feelings. Mm-hmm. So we'll respond off of feelings. My spirit says, she didn't mean nothing by that. Mm-hmm. My feeling says, I'm pissed. She offended me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, I would be like, okay, but you good. It's good. It's good, but It's like, when we can align our self-aware with the spirit, man, we make better decisions. But I think sometimes people get confused with the unhealthy feelings and are like, yo, that I'm going to respond off of that. Uh And I've been there before. I've responded off of unhealthy feelings, confusing it to be spirit led. And that wasn't the case. Mm. It wasn't the case at all at all. Act.
1: I'm sure we all have.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure like, we all have. I think for, for me, which is why I'm so happy with, with you joining the network because you teach how to really gather the healthy feelings, the, hef- the healthy soul aware because people need that. And that's something that I go with my... Um, I walk through that with my emotional coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, hey,
2: how do I know what's healthy feelings and what's not healthy feelings? Because... You know, especially being a business owner, single, I got a staff that depends on me. I get a lot of feelings. And I am learning to be like, okay, wait, is that healthy or is that not healthy?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? And I'll respond back, even like yesterday, right before we was shooting the show, in my head, I was sitting there tripping on my producer. I'm like, why is this fool have me scooting all the way over when the camera's right there? And I'm like, well, just do it just do it. And I was, in my head, I'm like, bruh, I've always sat there. Mm -hmm. And then, you sit down, I see I got two cameras behind me. What's the first thing I did? Mm -hmm. That's why I was quiet and didn't respond. Because I knew that was unhealthy. And then out loud, I had to apologize to him. Like, yo, bro, I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. Because inside my head, I was like, what the heck? Bro, I always sit here. Then when I saw that, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That spirit-led. And it's it, and it's correcting the unhealthy feelings. And I think sometimes people, we have a problem with checking those feelings up front.
1: Well, we don't ask ourselves any questions either. That's good. So Do you I ask yourself questions sometimes? All the time.
2: All the time? All the time. Like when you say you, you ask yourself, like give me, a, give me an example of one question you ask
0: mm-hmm.
2: yourself before you respond out of your feelings.
1: Before I respond mm-hmm. out of my feelings, mm-hmm. um, I mean, a simple question is, what was the, like, who was the person? hmm Like, and what was the actual intention?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, all right, cool. You and know? then, do you answer that by yourself? Sometimes. That's good. You know one thing I do like about you? You'll send me a text message. you was going through something with some someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, is this right? I was like, yo, Patrice, I think... <laughs> You should not say nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that that's good. How often do you do that with your friends and with your your family? Like, do you text someone else often sometimes?
1: Yeah, it just depends on what the scenario is. But after, uh, I ask myself.
2: So you first. Me first. Then if you don't get it clear, then you get other people's thoughts and opinion. Who you trust.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Do you? Are you—are you at the season— up to where sometimes you, you you can check yourself without including someone else. Yes. That's so good. For sure. How long how long how long did it take you to get there?
1: I feel like I've been here for a few years for sure. Okay. Um, but this also again, it comes from the time in the pillars. That's so good. I really believe that. I believe that really being intentional about living by the pillars yeah. has allowed my process to process life mm-hmm. to become a bit easier, not easy, yeah. but I know that I can do it with much more grace mm. and ease and peace than what I've done in previous seasons and also what I see people do. Love it. So people just are very reactive yeah. and they just be, you know, machine gunning people with yeah. their feelings and emotions because they haven't really taken time to cultivate. <laughs> you thinking about yourself while Absolutely. you make that face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just really taking time to cultivate, though. Like, is this me? Is this, is this my spirit? Like, is this my ego? Ooh, it's the ego for me. Am I reacting from ego? It's the
2: ego for me. I'll be real with you. Mm-hmm. I have probably lost out on friends because of my ego. I have probably lost out on business deals because of my ego. I just... And that is something that I think men, we struggle with, our ego and our pride. hmm That's it. You know, and I have no problem admitting that. That's why I'm in therapy. That's why I have an emotional coach.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: I think men who sit here and act like they do not need help. With our egos and with our pride, you're a you're lying. You're a weak man.
1: Well, you know, that was one of the comments also from the clip. I saw several comment comments that related to, a man doesn't need a woman to complete his vision. And I felt like that was very sad.
2: Say that one more time. I I'm saw sorry. comments
1: that said, what is she talking about? A man doesn't need a woman to complete or fulfill his vision. That's a lie. And I thought that was so sad.
2: That's not even, that doesn't even biblically align. God put Adam to sleep. Adam didn't ask to go to sleep. Adam didn't say, God, I want to go to sleep. God in the middle, Adam go to sleep. Boom. He went to sleep. Went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God said, it's not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. God gave Adam a task, a vision, and he realized Adam, it's not good for him to do it by himself. He needs help. So let me create help to complete his task. And let me pull from him a woo man. Dope. So good. Then she comes. He wakes up to his help. So
1: He wakes up to his help.
2: That's it. He wakes up to his help. He
1: had to be awakened. Exactly. Well, this is why there are a lot of men who... They still sleep They're You're just still asleep.
2: Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. Everything that's inside of Patrice. And I know Patrice, you ain't gonna like this. So keep leaving on me because her face gonna roll her eyes. CJ. I hear you saying you don't know if you want to get back into marriage, but I think you're too good of a woman and you was made with a purpose and assignment to where what's on the inside of you is for another man. It I is believe that.
1: that. I don't debate that, friend. Okay, you can cool. put the camera on me, CJ. Okay, we good. <laughs> sure, you know?
2: I, I, know, I know you know what I'm saying. I know you're going through your transition season. I know you're probably saying, like, oh, I'm done with no, that. No, no, no.
1: I'm not. I told you before, I desire partnership. Okay, like, cool. I desire... I just want to make sure you know All of that. that. I was... I'm a wife. Yeah. I know that I'm As long a wife. as you know that. I'm not a wife in this season. <laughs> 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 and in this season... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to enjoy <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I'm with you. not being a wife. Okay, cool. I'm with you. But just as long as you know that you're too good to not be a wife for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, no, I don't doubt it.
2: Because I think that, go back to what you're saying in a comment, which is so disappointing. Everything that's on the inside of you is designed to help another man's vision with your vision.
1: Yeah, compliment. We can compliment one another. All day. And it doesn't take away. That doesn't mean that now I don't have a vision. No, no, no. You're... You know, but that's how some people see it. Like, no. oh, she waiting until no. no. Why
2: why? Because it's like, wait, wait, wait. Because you help somebody else out with 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 their vision. If this complementing your vision, their vision is helping your vision, your vision is helping their vision,
1: we're working together. But well, who's to say those two visions couldn't come together to be something it epic? It becomes
2: one if you're married. Let
1: me, let me say this, too. Oh, so oh, a lot of what I heard as well was about, um, you know, successful women, successful men don't want women like that because they're just not agreeable.
2: Successful men don't want successful women?
1: because they because they're, because they're not stuff? agreeable men in your comments. Seriously? Yeah, men in your comments.
2: They do. That these are not my brothers. I don't know. Them. They. They, found they don't listen to me. Their
1: way to your comments, but uh, it makes me think of Barack and Michelle Obama. Right, right, right. Do you remember there was a period where she was more loved than he was? Yep. Right? Yep. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Was a bad Sister, before Barack Obama even came into her life,
2: respectfully saying that she's still a bad sister. To me.
1: But right, but she was an attorney, and he was—he came in as an intern. Yep. Right. right. So it wasn't because he had money.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
1: At all. Right. But for whatever reason, she saw something in him, and I choose to believe that he likely articulated—maybe not—I'm going to be the president of the United States, mm-hmm. but articulated some vision that she said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Because who left the law firm? She did. uh... Mm. In order to continue on with, with him and look mm. at what they've become, mm. she's a force on her own. Yes, he's a force on his own. But yeah. what they are able to do together, yeah. how she was able to bring initiatives yeah. to his platform that meant something to her, yeah. those were not things that she just cooked up right the day before they announced it. These right. were things that she had already been passionate about. Yeah. She was already into health and wellness and fitness. Yeah, she came to the inauguration with them guns. What right, like this was who she already was and she was able to take everything that god had already put in her everything that her parents had instilled in her Mm -hmm. all of the experience that she had and elevate that man's vision would he still have been been the barack obama that we know and love possibly but was he really that because of the wife he had Mm. absolutely absolutely absolutely
2: He, he found his helpmate she helped him become the man who he is today, period. Period. And there's nothing wrong with that. I can't wait to have mine.
1: But why do we applaud them and then try to tear down, you know, everyday people or business owners or women out here because they are clear on what they desire, the audacity?
2: Listen, I don't care. I don't care. Those ain't my brothers. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Y'all ain't mine. They, they ain't with my crew.
1: It's okay because I think it's important that more of us have these conversations. Right. And I'm okay. See, I've done enough healing work. I've done enough therapy and I'm always in it. You know, I'm always in the work. Right. But I feel so good about being able to chuckle at these comments because it shows me how much I've grown. Yeah. And the only thing that I think is I hope he wakes up one day. I hope that they wake up before their time here is up.
2: That's the end of the show. Man, y'all need to wake up. I I think not y'all. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. Adam woke up, found his helpmate. And I think the reason why some of us are missing out on the opportunities, on growing our wealth, getting out of debt, building the businesses, and really awakening the success that's on the inside of us is because we're still spiritually asleep. Mm -hmm. And we're intimidated by a successful woman because there's still something inside of us that's not healed. Mm -hmm. There's still something inside of us that is asleep. And we need to, one, get help, two, awaken it. And I think we can't awaken it until we honestly get help, until we get therapy, until we can get around other men who are healthy. And that's one thing that has helped me out, right? And and, and I'm just going to be honest. I didn't really awaken until I got around other men who were who had some strong wives.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm sitting there watching them like, yo, wait. I like how they're maneuvering. I like how, like one of my brothers, he don't make a decision, a move, without talking to his wife. And if his wife says no, he don't do it. He does not do it. And that's not just a black thing. It's a white thing. I remember when I was interviewing with Dave Ramsey and I, was, and I sat down. And he literally said, hey, if my wife doesn't feel comfortable with you joining our team, Mm. I don't care how many interviews we just did, you're not joining the team if my wife says no. And I was nervous meeting her the first time because she was so poised and just so quiet and silent and and beautiful. Uh, Love you, Miss Sharon. And uh, man, uh, and of course, clearly she said, he's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was like the fact to see a successful Muay Multi-millionaires multi say, if my wife says, Mm -hmm. I don't know, hey, son, the answer is no. And I think, why? Because he understands the the, the anointing, the spirit. He understands this is a partnership. Mm -hmm. And what she sees is for me. And what I see is for her, and we're doing this thing together. But that's why the Bible says we come together as one. And I'm, I'm gonna get off of that because I'm no relationship expert. I'm still single, never been married like Patrice. Uh, so I can't, I, I hate acting like that on my show. But I just can't wait to become one, one. and really submit to the gifts, to the talent, to the spirit mm-hmm. of my helpmate.
1: In the meantime, mm-hmm. I feel like what I am being called to do mm-hmm. is lead and guide more women into being prepared for when they find the man that awakens, (sighs) because You really do need to clear the clutter and the pillars as I talk about them on Redefining Wealth and increase that self-love and awareness for yourself so that you present who you really are and not a version of yourself that you think will make this man choose you. I really want us to remember that we also have a say And who we come into partnership with and the more clear that we are whether you write a list or a dissertation that's your business Mm. it is about you really knowing who you are what you love what you desire what you want so that you can be equally yoked Mm. because we two people say they go to the same church that don't mean that you're a fit for one another and we need to do our own work and be able to own it when people are trying to throw out statistics Right. Mm -hmm. When people are trying to tell you what they believe the you should do when the norms, many of us have an idea of what we want and desire. We don't have the guts to say it and we don't have the conviction to stand on it ten toes down. And my job is to help more of us get the conviction because we're very clear about who we are. Because the right person, and you know this. So for those of y'all, who are like, that's why she's single. Anthony already knows, but I stay dating, baby. And dating is collecting data.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: they all what, Anthony? No, how no. tall? How tall are they? I already told you. Six five, three. Six, six, six four. Eight, six, six. Five, three. <laughs> After they set up and sent me the uh, st- the statistics in my DMs that you are alienating, da da, da and I want to. I'm not here for everybody. I'm not afraid to alienate.
2: I think you just try you should go out on one date with five five.
1: Reagan's height, my daughter's height?
2: Why are you comparing your daughter to a man?
1: Because when I hold my daughter and we walk and I'm going like this, that's essentially what I would be doing.
2: I think you need some healing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, th- you think I need some healing? <laughs> I'm just best. Uh, listen, listen. I have you, a right to stuck, my preferences. You stuck,
2: you stuck with what you wanted, and you got it. Well, I didn't say you got it. I mean, but you have some some good, high caliber men mm-hmm. who are interested in pursuing you. So hey, you know, I mean, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you at all.
1: Ladies, I get still clear. think
2: you can find a good man at five eight at least.
1: No, he they're definitely out there. Good. Not, not for
2: no, no. me. No, 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 I still think No, there's you, amazing no, 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 no. men out there. we are gonna end the show. No. <laughs> Listen, we are gonna end the show right there. Right there. Because I, I still think she could do it. But that, that's not what this show was about. This show was about, yo, man, I mean, really connecting your soul. And what's the other one? Self. Self. And that's and I love that. I, I man, that uh, that was just gold. That was just gold. And so, hey, uh, Patrice is on the Neatness Network now. You got- Woo!
1: Can I clap? Yeah, you can- I'm excited. Oh. <laughs>
2: she is. She is family. Family. This is my uh, sister, um, and nothing's changing for her. Nothing's changing for us. It's just that we're all working together to help people have a neat life because we we can't be perfect, but our life shouldn't be messy either. And so, redefining wealth is coming to help us just really become neater, and I'm really excited about um, um, about that uh, partnership coming on. And you're gonna be seeing a lot of stuff from all of us together just coming together and just helping people Um, And doing some things So you'll see her on the show here more often uh, But we're going to drop all of her information In today's show notes Go subscribe to her channel Go subscribe to her YouTube channel Y'all going to be seeing some things on there Looking a little bit different as well And I'm just really excited to have my sister on the show um, I'm excited too uh, Until the next time Hopefully the next time she would have tried At least a 5'8 guy uh, We we can see Um, And um, if not Maybe she just married this 6'2 guy I don't know I don't know Uh, But until then, uh, we're going to redefine wealth together here at the Neatness Network. Love y'all. Peace out. See you in the next show.
0: Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need.